Hello, and welcome to episode one of Three Questions with Jeanette Wallace. I'm your host, Jeanette Wallace, and I will be answering three questions coming from you, the audience, each episode about whatever you want, any aspect of my life. And who am I? Really, nobody. I am absolutely nobody. But I'm one of those people who tried very, very hard um, to be somebody. And how I did it, one of the ways that I did it, was I walked from Seattle to the White House, about 4,000 miles, took me 18 months. That was back in 2001, actually. I started before 9-11 and ended in June of 2003. And what I did was collect letters to President Bush, whatever people wanted to say. And I collected them and carried them. And and really, it was my way of finding out what was going on in my own country. It was back during a time when I had just become an activist, had been doing work in Seattle for a couple of years after getting tear gassed for a really long time <laughs> during the WTO protest, which was something that absolutely changed my life. But I got really, really frustrated with meetings. I was going to like five, four hour meetings a week at least, and then protests and marches and rallies for the same people over and over. And I thought there's got to be something more to this. And I really wanted to devote my life to humanity in some way. <clears throat> and when I um, heard about a woman named Granny D, who was a 90-year-old woman who walked across America for campaign finance reform, just a little, a couple of years before I did my walk, I thought, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard, yet something about it was so romantic and cool. And I wasn't really doing anything at the time. I was 30, working kind of a dead-end job as a psychiatric counselor for uh, the county hospital there in Seattle. And I had nothing but youth and time and energy. And I decided that if it was the last thing that I did, that it was worth it, that I had this calling to be a pilgrim, which is an ancient calling, and it's not very lucrative. I don't know why I couldn't have been called to be like a doctor, but that's what I did. I had a calling to be a pilgrim. <clears throat> now, after that, uh, I realized quickly that uh, nobody really cared <laughs> about about pilgrims. We don't really have a place in society, and everyone just kind of thinks you're weird. So I I tried to pitch my story to a few people, a few authors, and gave up and and decided after working with labor activists for so long and, and these big scary union guys, but I really kind of liked them. <laughs> like, like I wanted to be one of them. And so I decided to become a railroader and I did that for 13 years. Had some interesting experiences being a, a woman in a non-traditional industry was certainly a challenge. Um, being a whistleblower didn't make it much easier. So a couple of years ago, I got disabled from my career um, from an, an injury that actually started back in 2008. <clears throat> now I can't walk a mile and um, <clears throat> I had to figure out what to do. And, and a couple years ago, I decided to go back to college. And I'm now in my last semester, I have one more semester to go if I can manage to survive that long, which is kind of questionable because when you're disabled, and especially in Washington State, I don't know about anywhere else, but there's no services. There's no safety net. 
I was surprised and, and still I'm surprised and wondering why I paid all that tax money for all that time. I'm on my um, second year waiting for my disability pay from the railroad retirement and <clears throat> my long-term disability, which I paid into for years, um, inexplicably cut me off last March. So I've been without income for a long time and um, <clears throat> have tried to do some like fundraisers and, and um, you know, anything I could figure out how in some way to survive so I can finish school. And, and it's finally come down to, you know, I find out if I'm going to be homeless within the next couple of weeks. So I thought, okay, <laughs> well, I've tried everything else. So I'll do a podcast and people can ask me questions and you can decide whether I deserve to continue living and and doing the kind of work that I'm doing, which I, I hope to continue my education in sociology, because I know that we have all of the knowledge to solve the problems that we face in society. We can do it. It's just we lack the will. And in many ways, we don't know what problems people are facing. So <clears throat> one of the projects that I, this is doing publicity for, hopefully, is I would like to go back and revisit the route that I walked, what is this, 16 years later, and find out, you know, first of all, who's still around, who was there, um, these amazing stories that I collected back then. I hope that, that a few of them are still around. But but also, you know, what, what problems we're facing, and especially in rural America, how can we find ways to be empathetic again and be compassionate again and care about each other again. And so this is my my contribution to the effort trying to make a world a better place. And um, I look forward to your questions.